Welcome, ladies and gents. You're listening to Speak Easy with Shay Jones. Good people. Welcome to the first official episode of Speak Easy. I am your host, Shay Jones, and I just want to take the time to say thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into my podcast. And I really appreciate all the love and support, especially to those that have liked, followed, subscribed, and shared my podcast. So let's get right into it. On this episode, I'm discussing social media. Is it a gift or a curse? And I'm going to be chatting with my fave today, my husband, Carlos. What's up, people? So this has been an eventful week. Ever since Sunday, January the 26th, was it? January 26th. Was that last week? Yeah, that was last Sunday, January 26th, when the news broke about Kobe Bryant. And it's actually quite strange that we're talking about social media because that played a big part in people finding out that the Mamba had passed away. And we were actually... At my son's baseball practice practice when we actually got the news. So, you know, I just can't imagine what Vanessa Bryant is going through right now. And rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna Gigi Bryant, and the other families that suffered from this tragedy. But TMZ, I would definitely sue TMZ. And not even just TMZ, the law officer or whatever officer or, broke or, the news or, or to whoever TMZ. Whoever leaked the news to him before the family was able to find out. Right. Like, what gain did you have from leaking this information? What? How could you capitalize off of somebody's death? Somebody's tragedy. A family's tragedy. That's, a, that's, a whole family. Families at that. Right. Because, you know, once they announced it was Kobe Bryant, I mean, these people had it to super, know. It superseded everybody else who perished in that in the helicopter crash. But even still, those families found out the same way right. everybody else did. Right. You know, that's that's real unfair to them. So, you know, I hope karma pays TMZ a visit, as well as that law officer that leaked that information. It just was totally unfair, and I don't know what could be done to ever forgive those people, but they are certainly wrong for that. So, before we talk about social media itself, we're going to come back to Kobe Bryant later, but before we get into social media, let's take a trip back down memory lane and discuss the evolution of social media. So of course we know before it was social media, it was just a basic form of communication and still is with a twist of emotions, drama, funnies, and conspiracies. 
My favorite morons. I can't stand the conspiracy people. I love the conspiracy theorists. Why? They're entertaining. No. I like, I like challenging them. Oh, that's so annoying. I, I don't get how you... I just don't have the time <laughs> or the energy to I'm give cha- them. I love challenging them. Anyway, but before all of the apps came about, there was the regular old telephone, like the chat lines. You remember the chat lines? I do. I do. Were you a part of the chat lines? I was. Me and some of my friends, we used to get on there, get in some of the groups that people used to have on there. You have to put in a code and, and it'll take you to a certain room. Ooh, rooms. Yeah, that yeah. sounds so secretive. Yeah, so secretive. You used to be in there with, you don't know how many people. It's pretty dope, though. Uh, yeah. And actually, some people you might know because uh, I was in one one time with my cousin. We was in the we was in all in the same chat room together. So, so mysterious because you can't <laughs> see who the person is now. Today right. we have FaceTime and Google. Was it Duo? Was it this, Duo. The fake FaceTime. The fake FaceTime. I'm not, <laughs> we're not even going to get started on that. And then, of course, you had emailing, of course, and emailing still exists today. You've got mail. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was AOL Instant Messenger. I used AOL Instant Messenger probably the most when I was in college. Have you ever used? I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I used it like that. Yeah, I, I had did. A, I had an email address with AOL because, of course, that's how you had to set up when you log in into the computer. Oh, dial up. Oh, my God. Dial up, yeah. <laughs> so I had um, AOL. My best friend, she went to University of Maryland, and I went to school in Louisiana, the great Southern University, of course. And um, that's how we communicated because we were both brokies. And it was hard keeping our cell phones on. So that's how we communicated. I mean, we would be friends with people just to share music. Like, I have every, well, I had every Lil Wayne mixtape ever just from sharing music on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> Literally, just you would right click on a person's name and you would be able to download every album in their library on their computer. Hmm. So that was cool. So then let's fast forward to the birth of dating sites. You know what dating site I'm talking about? No. I'm talking about Black Damn Planet, people. <laughs> it was a whole dating service. Well, that's what it was supposed to what be. What it was supposed to be. But it turned out to be something like Facebook, but. More, yeah, more, so, more of a social site. More of a social you would, site. You would meet friends, reconnect with friends. Yeah, it was weirdos on Black Planet, though. It was. You think a lot of people got catfished on Black Planet? Absolutely. (laughs) I think a lot of relationships were made on Black Planet. Really? I don't know of any. I don't know of any. You know some? (laughs) I don't know of any, but I'm pretty sure sure they're out there. There's some Black Black Planet babies out there. But, like, okay, when did you get a Black Planet account? That was out when we were, like, in the 7th and 8th grade. What, what were saying. you doing on Black Planet in seventh and eighth grade? Nah, it was. Well, it was later. I think it was a little later. Yeah, yeah. It was a little later. Okay, I was. I was gonna say you're kind of <laughs> young for that. So then, um, there was Friendster. I never really understood what that website was about. 
Never heard of Friendster. Never heard of Friendster. Never heard of it. When did that come out? Uh, it says around 2003 it came out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I never. It was before Facebook. New to me. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, the purpose of it was, I guess, you would have friends or whatever. Um, That's really all I really know. I mean, I guess it would help you connect with people from all over. But nothing like what Facebook is now. Mm-hmm. So, and then here comes the big boom. You get the Facebook with an emphasis on the. The Facebook. The Facebook is what it was. And that was around like my freshman year, 2004, 2005. And so Mark Zuckerberg, everybody knows, created the website or as they say, he stole it. But <laughs> <laughs> he put it out there. He acted on it. It is what it is. And so when he initially put it out, it was only for like the Ivy League colleges. Right. And so um, colleges were coming on to the Facebook in waves, but it took HBCUs a minute. I want to say Howard was like the first HBCU to get it out of all of them. But I remember when my friend, she went to the University of Maryland, like I said, and she was like, we got the Facebook. And I was like, well, what the hell is the Facebook? What do you do? And she was like, you know, you could just add friends and connect with people. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember the message about Facebook got around and everybody was like, when are we going to get Facebook? And we kept checking to see if it was available. And for a while, it took a minute for us to get Facebook. But when it did come to the HBCU, we kind of felt like we made it a little bit. So with Facebook... Um, you had to have a university email address in order to join. You know, when they first touched down. Yeah, when it first touched down, but now well, anybody can just. I mean, we were people were scrambling trying to find out what their university email was. It was like, man, I don't know mine. I never my- used that. <laughs> I never used my university email. My first one might still be attached to my Facebook. Why? It, I don't. It, it might still be attached. It has to, to be some type of terms and, and agreements for them. <laughs> They've updated since you don't even have access to that anymore. So why would it even still be there? I'm well, not. What, why would they cancel you out? It's an email address, or just for school purposes? It was for school purposes, from what I understand. I mean, we use Blackboard, so it was the longest email address ever. It's something I would never probably use for real, for real, in real life. But um, we got on board, and then um, we felt kind of elite when Facebook came about because only college students were on Facebook. So it was like, huh, you're not a part of the club. Yeah, you can't get in here. <laughs> you can't sit with us. No, you can't sit here. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it, it really changed the game, especially on the campus at Southern University. I mean, every lab, the library was filled to capacity. People trying to get on a computer to access Facebook. All of it just to send a friend request. And it was probably for somebody that they either liked, they admired, or they wanted to talk to but were afraid to talk to them. I mean, it was just ridiculous how packed the computer labs were. Were they like that at your school? Yeah, they were booming. Boom and mine waiting outside the door. You going back every 15, 20 minutes to see if somebody that came got up out the seat. 
I mean, like you're supposed to be <laughs> typing an eight page paper, but you on Facebook had looking minim- to had see. Minimized. They had it minimized. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it was people like along yeah, the about walls. Three or four windows open. It was people everywhere. <laughs> Not me. I had my own computer in my room. I had a big ass desktop computer. It was a compact Presario. You remember that brand? I don't. That's some prehistoric <laughs> ass shit. That is the <laughs> oldest computer ever. And it was slow. It was so slow. But I had my friends, they would come by my dorm room just to use my um, computer. And I just felt so used <laughs> that they were using my computer. They really weren't coming to see me, but it's yeah. okay. But like they I wouldn't even like you, but they were like, shit, she got the computer, so we're going to use it. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I had these friends that were two cousins, and they were like, when you getting off? You don't really have no friends like that. I don't even know why you're on Facebook. It was it was hilarious. I just, I can't make this up. It's really happened. It really <laughs> did. But, of course, Facebook has changed over the time. It has progressed from poking someone. Can you still poke someone? Um, I don't know. Um wouldn't be able to tell you that. You used to poke me a lot. No, no, no. Yes, you did. I might have come in on a status or two, but I didn't poke you. You definitely poked me, but it's cool. You were admiring from afar. Okay. So, um, <laughs> but other than that, you could now create photo albums. You could tag your friends so they could see what you and your friends are doing, how you're hanging out. And sharing links and liking statuses, jumping in somebody's DMs, sharing news, videos, etc. So, of course, Facebook is available to everyone. I remember when my mom first got on Facebook, I was like, Lord, help us. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Help, help us. Help us. Everybody. I was like her only one of her five or six friends at the time before she, you know, got a little popular. And really and truly, she was adding all my friends. I said she only popular with, with our friends. So <laughs> none of her friends like her. Anyway, <laughs> not true. But um, love you, mama. So she would see like everything I post on my timeline, and she would be the first person to like it, the first person to make a comment. She still does that today. I, I I'm assuming she has some type of push notifications on where. Every time we make a post. Every time we make a post, she's, she's the, the first, first one. one. And she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Then she FaceTimes us after she's said, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> so um, shout out to my mom, though. So um, now that you can have everybody join Facebook, I don't know if this was really the birth of MySpace, but MySpace and Facebook were around pretty much at the same time early on. Um it was basically a SoundCloud for musicians and bands, but people joined and were able to create these really cool pages and you could have music play when people visit your page. But now that I look back on it, MySpace was a waste of time to me. It really was. I wouldn't say it was a waste of time. I just, it, was, it was another way of reconnecting with with people but really were you reconnecting with people that were the same people that were your friends on facebook like really yeah because everybody would everybody didn't have the access to facebook like they did in myspace true true because they didn't have a, a edu they didn't have a i guess a i mean email so I had fun creating way. cool pages and stuff Absolutely. and you could get all the little blingy thingies and right 
and all then the bedazzles. all the bedazzles. You can do the board, the background moving. Well, I used to go get my my copy and paste codes for Megan Good. Oh God, and, and, and Esther Baxter. Oh God, such a Old groupie. Esther. You're a groupie. Yeah. Call me what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, Twitter comes. I had Twitter probably around 2009. I used it for like a year or two, and then I stopped. And now I'm using it again, but only for professional purposes, not really to socialize or anything like that. Just to connect with people in my field. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it. I have one, but. It's been so long. It's been so long since I've used it. Yeah. I don't even remember my username. What did I go by on there? And then you have <laughs> YouTube. So YouTube really, really changed the game for a lot of people. Um, it has made people millionaires just millions of dollars by doing something crazy on YouTube and then doing it again and then people subscribing and then ads and all that stuff. Now, I do have a guilty pleasure on YouTube. I kind of like to watch the mukbangs. Oh, God. And I know you think I'm weird because I watch B-Loves. B-Loves is like one of my favorite people to watch on YouTube. That is just terrible. How can you sit down and watch somebody eat food? But I, it's, it's, it's oddly... <laughs> oddly satisfying. Oddly satisfying. And I... I don't know. Just judge your mama, not me. I just think it's cool. I don't know why. I would never do that. For one, I waste food everywhere, especially anytime I eat, I waste it on my shirt. And not on on purpose, but. Holding a lip. Yeah, it's cool, though. Drool in your mouth, Vincent. No, we're not (laughs) doing that. So, yeah, YouTube has made people a lot of money. Um, And then there was Tumblr. Tumblr. Never used Tumblr. So it was like a blogger's hub. So you could create a free blog. And it's almost like finding, like having friends. And it was a timeline. You could see other people's posts and things like that. So, yeah, we're washing clothes at the same time. Yep. So you hear our buzzer going off. But anyway, Tumblr was like, um, it had its own timeline. You could post pictures. You could post memes. You can post words it was a blog um some people use it i don't know if it's still around though you say you've never used tumblr never used tumblr never been on tumblr never been on tumblr never seen a tag of tumblr i've seen a tag but i've never been a personal user of it yeah but it was cool for what it was you know and then um we have vine vine came about how many seconds was a vine video it was six seconds and it lasted about as long as those six seconds. Six second <laughs> videos. But what's funny is people came up from Vine. Yep. So like DC Young Fly, Jess Hilarious. What's his name? The Duck Guy. What was his name? Mighty Duck. Mighty Duck. Just doing stupid shit all the time. Just for no reason. But Vine didn't last as long as it could have. Because you had this thing called Instagram that came out. But before Instagram had the video, it was just pictures. You just right. upload a picture. But then they got hip, and then they added the video feature. 
They doing it for six seconds. Let me go for 15. They shut Vine all the way down. down. All the way down. (laughs) But the people that came up only just took their talents to Instagram. And they were making 15-second videos. And then the time increased to 30 seconds. And now... It's what a minute now, or like fifty eight, fifty eight seconds. Like a minute for a video, fifty nine seconds for a video before you have to upload it as IGTV. Right. Yeah. So it kind of took me a minute to buy into Instagram, but now it is probably one of my favorite of all the social media apps to use. Yep. Is Instagram because you have the stories, you can upload words and all kinds of stuff. So I kind of like Instagram a little bit better. Um, but Facebook was Mom. like, <laughs> Facebook was like, Mm-mm, not on my watch. These apps are getting way too big and I need to, <laughs> to monopolize on some stuff. And so Facebook bought Instagram and Twitter. You want to know what the yeah. price tag was? How much did it cost? Instagram was purchased for one billion dollars i wonder the developers will let me hold so probably not <laughs> they'll hold your pictures hostage but they will not so they're gonna break me off they're though. not gonna break you off anything and i think it's like worth in the hundred billions now yeah i'm pretty sure it is that's a lot of money a lot of money what what do you even spend that on all for allowing people to post post, post, pictures. post pictures Video. You're hosting a site <laughs> where they can hold millions and millions of videos and pictures. Like that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. But you know, the people at Facebook are really smart. Really, really smart. So then there's Snapchat. Hence the silence. Right. <laughs> Boring. Absolutely boring. I mean, some people don't think it's boring, but I I do. Now, before Facebook had the filters and everything, I was like, oh, that's cool. That's different. But now Facebook and Instagram have the filters. So it's like, why do I even need to go to Snapchat? What's the point? That's why they certain things are not meant to last. When it's like, when you're the first, anything somebody does, you're like, okay, that's what you want to do. Let me let me add it to mine now, and I'm gonna eliminate you. Yes. Now I think a lot of people still use Snapchat, but I, I honestly I don't really go on there. I go like once a week just to go and watch my cousin Snapchat. Shout out to my cousin Joy. She has the best Snapchat ever. That's only because I go and look at her memes that she posts on Snapchat, and she doesn't post them anywhere else but Snapchat. She posts. She posts about. 60 a day she has to have like the most memory (laughs) on her phone ever she's working off like two or three phones right now posting she's um, she's probably posting right now as we speak on her snapchat she's probably posting on listen i go i will look at her snap and i look at all the memes she posts i do this once a week because i know it's going to be like 15 to 30 memes that's the dryer going off now oop gotta fold clothes but i probably won't (laughs) but I go to her Snapchat and I take the memes and I pretend like they're mine when I send them to my group chat and I'm texting my friends. So, yes, shout out to my cousin. Keep posting. Her memes are hilarious. 
but that is Snapchat. It's it's really not that entertaining to me. Maybe because I don't have a whole whole lot of friends that are on Snapchat. Most of my friends are on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So most of maybe my of demographic is just not there yet. My sister used to post a lot on Snapchat too, but not as much. She's all in love yeah, now, so love now, she so. really didn't post. You might see her. You might not see her. You might not. You might not even get a FaceTime, but yeah. it's cool. Love you, sis. <laughs> so, yeah, Snapchat. I'm still trying to get somebody to convince me to keep that on my phone. Now, I know that there are, that are, there are plenty of social media apps out there that I probably miss. And if I did, please forgive me and don't judge me. But now that you've received your history lesson from the educator side of me, let's really, really dig into social media. Is it a gift or is it a curse? And I guess it means, I guess to me, it depends on who you're talking to at the moment and their personal experiences. So I'm going to throw a name out there. Tell me if social media has been a gift or a curse. Antonio Brown. Curse. Why? Because he allowed, he has opened the door for people to judge him, judge his character. Um, like he posted a video of him cursing out his baby mom, disrespecting the, the mother of his kids, disrespecting law enforcement. Epic and fail. It's, and it's just like why why? Like what was the point behind that? What what were you looking to gain from that? It's clear that something's not going right in the cookie jar at Antonio Brown's house. And house meaning his head. His head. In <laughs> upstairs. It's not something's not connecting. He's off balance and he's decided to put everything he does on social media, which is stupid. That's the curse side of it. Like, they're going to nail you to the cross anytime you do some stupid crap. Right. And that just only hurts his chances of getting back into back the to, league. Back into the league? Like, why would you do that knowing the position that you're in? Why would you do that? I don't know. Did you see yeah. the video of him getting out of jail? Right. I just, Again, I don't understand. Something is not right. What did he did have you, on? What is had, going on with his hair? A, I'm just a turquoise suit. And he had on a track jacket underneath it. Like, <laughs> what is going on? But did you see him take off running? Yeah, and then well, you, <laughs> and running you had in the wrong run. direction. <laughs> I like, was like, really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what, where are you going, man? Like, okay. Um, I don't get it. When we we get out, we get in position to be to, great. To be great. To be great. And. Boom, they be like, well, I knew they was going to do it. It was just a matter of time. I knew he was going to show who he really was. Like, Mm. I don't get it. All right, LeBron James. Gift and a curse. I I definitely agree with that, gift and a curse. Gift and a curse because he's like, in in your eyes, you're like, man, he's like the, the perfect human being. He does great things for the community. Great, How can you hate that? Great father. 
he's an ambassador of the league. Right, he, it seems like he can't do no wrong. Oh, but in everybody's the, eyes. The only wrong he did was when he made the big announcement. Ever since then. And he didn't, and he, I'm not, I agree with some people that he didn't have to do it that way. But at the same time, that big announcement raised so much money for the Boys and Girls Club. But you know what? People don't ever, people don't ever, ever say that. that. They only talk about the part where he had this big thing and... But they didn't see the impact that it made. That it made. Like, it, it raised so much money for the Boys and Girls Club. And I honestly never understood why people don't like LeBron James. Still don't. And they say, oh, he has this cocky attitude. And I'm like, um, well, when you're great, you can do that. People, yeah, but think, I've never think, thought he had that kind of attitude, well, you though. You think Jordan didn't have a cocky attitude? Jordan had a cocky attitude. And Jordan didn't do shit for people. Let's be clear. <laughs> he ain't do nothing but give y'all asses like Mike in a Gatorade commercial. <laughs> so let's be clear. And all he did was take niggas money with shoes. Am I lying? No. I mean, at least LeBron is doing something and giving back to people. Right. Not like, saying that Michael Jordan didn't, but. Or he doesn't. He doesn't. But it's not on the level that right, LeBron, LeBron is he done. He created an entire school. Like, I don't know, man. People, I, I mean, you can have your opinion because it's yours. Yeah. But because that's your opinion, it doesn't mean I have to respect it. I can still say, yeah, that shit's stupid. But let's but talk about respect, <laughs> though. Let's talk, let's talk about respect. When it comes down to social media, people like to debate or go back and forth about certain things, especially sports. I hate Sundays on Facebook during football season. It is the worst. I don't even go on Facebook on Sundays. I'm going to miss it until spring training starts back. Sucks. But after, after the draft, come I April. I hate Sundays <laughs> during football season on Facebook. Listen. My husband and his people on Facebook, I just log in, and as soon as I see something about football, I log off. <laughs> it's like all day long. Like, they wake up yeah. with Facebook to talk about football, and it's the same stuff every week. Like, y'all argue about the same stuff every week. Like, doesn't it get old yeah, at some it, point? It never gets old, because... Somebody's always going to say something that's going to be idiotic. And you're going to be like, really? So we, we, we go back and forth about it. I guess. I don't, I don't. I wouldn't argue with people that played absolutely no sports. I just wouldn't do it. I mean, yeah, sometimes it gets hard because I'll be like, dude, like, hmm. you, didn't, you don't even play sport. You didn't play sport, so you wouldn't understand. Like, people think they understand what they don't. Until you've been in those trenches, and no matter what level it was on, like it's guys that be arguing. You know, you didn't even play park ball. Oh God, so, it's so unfortunate. Why would I keep going back and forth with you. You didn't even play park ball, so I'm not gonna. You don't understand. <laughs> you you just go off what you see. But where does it stop when people give their opinions and people, in a sense, bully others for the way they think? Not necessarily bully, but you can't think in have an opinion without somebody getting mad. Right. And that's the that's the, that's my opinion on how I look at it. I I, I would never get mad at I might can, I call your opinion stupid because I think it is. But 
I respect your opinion. I don't have to agree with you on it, but, you know, it is what it is. But what about the people that only want you to agree with their opinion? They don't want to see anybody else's side. That's not having a healthy debate or a healthy. We might not believe in the same things, but we can agree to have a conversation. Right. Like a conversation without calling somebody out of their name, without getting upset to the point where you want to remove them from your friends. That is childish. Yeah. It's petty. And petty. And a lot of people (laughs) have a lot of courage. On these social media apps, they they say a lot of things that they know they won't say in person. Absolutely, you know. So I got like I said, I got I got a friend who uh, supposed to be getting slapped on sight. So we post. uh, I don't know when it's gonna ever happen, but who's slapping somebody on sight? Somebody's gonna get slapped on sight. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) well, I don't know what that's about. They're gonna get slapped on sight. Goodness, I think they've been waiting on it for like four months now. Four months (laughs) of that? Oh my god! It's been almost four months, and that person's supposed to be getting slapped on sight. But remember when? I'm not gonna say remember when, because you do have instances where people have drama on these social media apps, and forever be there. Oh God! You know what is the killer? screenshots screenshots is a killer yeah and two screenshots can be manipulated they can because people can delete stuff delete what they said but not delete what you said true and try to expose you off of you be like bro yeah because somebody didn't even happen like that you know people be like oh they jumping in my dms somebody's husband in my d and i'm like i had a a bet like that where People only showed their part of what they said in the bed, bro. That's not how that happened. Yeah. But, you know. That's neither here nor there. Right. Um, what about um, promoting businesses? I think it can be lucrative. But, you know, you get people that's on there who are, they may be a little more popular, have more followers. So, they want you to pay them to, to promote you. True. I think social media is good for promotions, especially for celebrities. I mean, you know, a lot of people make a lot of money from doing ads, even if they don't even use the product. Mm -hmm. They still make a lot of money just to make a post. A lot of people have come up off off of social media as far as advertising and branding on Instagram. I think branding, branding is all is very important. I mean... That's the way to get the money. That's the way to get your sales up or whatever you're selling or whatever your business is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just want people to be, when they are business owners, to be, you know, be truthful about things. Don't shed a light that right. may not necessarily be true about yourself in order to get people to buy into what it is that you're selling, yeah. you know. But, um what about um, connecting with people? Social media. It's a good thing. Like I'm a people person, so it's I'm easy to. It's easy for me to connect with somebody because I I can have a conversation about anything, have fun, joke with. You. I just I don't like the people who if you crack a joke with them, and they get all sensitive and get all upset. I'd be like, all right, my bad. I see. I can't play with you like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as connecting with friends from here and there, yeah. you know, it was good, especially for me, as far as my class, my high school class, we were able to connect with just about everybody. Even though we didn't get as many people as we wanted to get for our class reunion, we still were able to have the class reunion, showcase it. People were like, man, I wish I can't would have came. I wish I could have come. I hate I missed it. But a lot of mm-hmm. times people are don't buy in. And when they see and when they see it, they be like, man, I wish I was there. Instead of just saying I'm gonna be a part of something, you know. Don't worry about how the, how it's gonna turn out. I right. Was, just know like, you was there. Exactly. Exactly. You was there. So just show up. I mean, it's good too for it's a a gift as far as if you have family that lives far away, mm-hmm. you can keep in contact and connect because you know people don't really talk on the phone like that anymore unless you're a baby boomer. Yeah. Baby boomers talk on the phone a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> you know, so. I'd rather pick up the phone. <laughs> say what I got to say and I get off. Now, here's a big one. Um, people comparing their lives to other people's lives. Whether it's intentional or not. So, for example, people posting their families. Somebody may not have that, but they want that. Mm-hmm. Um, people excelling in their careers. Um, people excelling in their businesses, etc. Is that a gift? Do you think that's a gift or a curse? Um, it's almost like if you post something, but you're not intentionally trying to make other people feel some type of way but people do yeah well you can't control how your post makes somebody else feels that is that's, true you know that's that's a that's more of a you problem you know it's, it's not my fault that you're in the situation that you're in true or you don't have the relationship that you want mm-hmm. so it's nothing that you can look up to them like hey, man, i want to be i want to have that kind of relationship one day and work towards how to get there or find out, like, how do I get my relationship like yours? You'll be surprised yeah. just, just by asking that question to somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do y'all do different? You know, that makes y'all relationship so special. What about families and things like that? As far as what, building relationships? No, just social media, period. Yeah. Not intentionally trying to, or having people compare their lives to other people's lives. You know, a lot of people do that. That causes a lot of issues and anxiety and, and pressure to to need to have what they don't have, right? Uh, I guess it can. I, I definitely think it does. I definitely think it affects people in more ways than then people actually know it. Um, social media is a, can it be fun? <laughs> Balls are fun. <laughs> it's an, it's, it's fun. It's, it's hilarious. When, it's especially when fun. something funny happens oh, and man. everybody knows that it happened. Right. You get so many different memes. And oh God. Videos. and All kind of crazy. It's, I love it. And and sometimes, sometimes 
people take it far though like they don't even let the smoke clear before they go in they go in like literally there are already means it'll happen two minutes later somebody made a meme or it's it's a thousand memes out there and i'm like where do these people find the time how how did you do that so fast (laughs) where do they find did you have that waiting Right. Or how did you even know this was going to happen? Like, right. really? What do you think okay. about um, people creating social media, pa- social, social media, tongue tied, social media pages for their kids? I think it's great. I think it's great exposure depending on, you know, if your kid is playing a sport, because that's that's the that's that's the world that we live in now. Everybody is social media. Just imagine if you had that. Social media, man. Don't tell him where I'll be right now. I'm telling where you'll be. Yeah. Well, our son has a social media page. He has an Instagram page. And we created the page um, not because we didn't want to do a YouTube page, but it was just easier to manage than doing a YouTube page. Right. And so, I mean, we post a lot of his workouts and videos. And that's because he's big in baseball and, you know, we want to have some type of footage or outlet to show where he's grown from now until when he's in high school. He's in college playing. Right, right, right. Wherever it leads him to. And, of course, he doesn't manage the page. We actually manage the page. And he'll look at it every now and then, but he doesn't really understand it as much. Fully. Fully, I he doesn't he, get he it. He knows he he's getting more aware of that. Yeah, can can I go? Can I go get on my Instagram page? Can I go look at it? So he'll go on there. He get on my phone. Uh, get on your phone and he'll go look at it. Like he was on my little cousin's phone the other day. He went to his page from her phone. Oh wow! Yeah. You know, it just it just depends. It just depends. He's getting there. Yeah, he's getting more socially aware. <laughs> oh God, I'm not ready. You know our um goddaughter, she has a um Instagram page as well and she plays soccer. But it has gave her the opportunity to go and play in um a world soccer tournament, was it in Florida, yeah, I believe? Florida, Panama. So that was pretty cool for her. So yeah. I definitely don't regret making him an Instagram page. Yeah. To showcase his skills, because you never know who's watching. It's a lot of people. It's a watching. lot of people watching. It's branding. It's all about branding. And honestly, I'm trying not to pay for college, so <laughs> the best way to get him out there, so be it. Yeah, it is what it is. I want to give him every single opportunity, and where he can be exposed. Exactly. In a good way, though, of course. Absolutely. So, taking it back to um, Kobe Bryant. What do you, I mean, I just have no words. Um, I can't find the words. Like, that that messed us up. Yeah. A lot of us up. Um, It hit really close to home. Um, I think it's because it's somebody in our age demographic in it that it has happened to. Not saying that anybody else that passed away, their death was not as meaningful, but 
It was just so unexpected. That, that's we knew Kobe. Right. We didn't know him personally, but we knew Kobe. We knew who Kobe was. Right. And I guess people were getting to see him in a different light. They, they were seeing the than dad. what they were used to. They were seeing the girl dad Kobe and not the basketball Kobe. They were yeah. seeing the other side, the smart Kobe. But to think, like, social media and TMZ, they killed Rick Fox. Yeah, they tried they to. They tried to. I'm like, Rick Fox, really? And then, you know, just imagine what his family probably went through when they said that. Right. So. see them and the friends. They probably, everybody was blowing his phone up. You know, and it's like, really? And think about all of the news reporters and anchors that have been suspended because they made comments or they've tweeted something. It's like, you got to be careful about what you put in the atmosphere because mm-hmm. it will come back to bite you. So I just, um, it's really unfortunate for the Bryant family as well as the other families. So, but I really hope she sues TMZ. And they shut them down because that ain't right, TMZ. Ain't right at all. I had one more person I wanted to ask you about. Kevin Hart. Social media for him. Is it a gift or curse? In his situation, it definitely was a curse. Definitely <laughs> was a curse. Definitely was a curse. You know, I think Kevin it, Hart didn't. put him out there in a light where... He probably didn't want to be, and he didn't intend to be. And then some of the things that he has said in his past came back to hunt him. But which why? I don't think, I don't, which I don't think it, it shouldn't matter what he said then. Mm-hmm. What's his outlook on it now? Because things have changed. People change. So... And, I mean, if you look at the Netflix documentary that he did, I mean, he actually had people working for him that were a part of the LGBTQ community. Right. So, you know, they had their feelings about it or whatever, but that didn't deter them from doing the work. Right. Which, at the end of the day, that was what they're there to do. Do, Right, they're there to do a job. That's what he paid them for. True. But I do think that, he should have listened to his publicists and stuff and just stop them tweeting and putting stuff on Instagram and making videos. Like it's a time and a place like shut up. Yeah. But sometimes it, it gets, it's, it's hard when you're defending yourself when they're constantly well, who do you, slashing, slashing, slashing. You're like, you know, I can't take it no more. I'm going to defend myself. That's the I thing. That's the curse with social media. It's like, they're only reading the negative comments. Right. You know, I would want to personally turn my comments off, but it's like that limits the voice of the people that actually have something positive to say. Right. So, you know, but the the ones who want to thank you for doing what you do and putting out the things that you put out. So knowing that some of the things that Dave Chappelle has said. And Dave Chappelle has said some things, a lot of of things. (laughs) Do you think that he would be scrutinized for what he said if he were asked to host some type of big show? No, nope, because they love Dave Chappelle. You didn't know what they're going to say? 
That's Dave Chappelle. They, they, they love Dave Chappelle. But I think what happened with Kevin Hart is that he put himself on this standard. And a lot of people don't really care for Kevin Hart. I didn't know right. that. They they don't either like him because he's not funny to them or they don't like him because of his message or whatever. Yeah, I don't. But I just feel like when you're great, people going to have something to say Always. anyway. It's, so, hard, it's hard being great. When you're good at something, the people are going to hate it. But you know what? I think <laughs> social media is a curse because people expect these celebrities to abide by these rules. And I don't know where this rule book came from. The book of social media. The, yeah. <laughs> the rule book. Like, people were like, well, why hasn't Vanessa Bryant posted? Like, who cares? Like, why is it so serious to you if they make a statement or a comment? Right. Like, these people are dealing with real shit right now. You think I'm worried about Instagram if my husband is dies and my daughter? I'm not worried about Instagram and Twitter. Would you? I mean, yeah, like I'm trying to process it all. Right. You're still probably going to be continue to try to process it. And who's to say? Yeah. I mean, his wife finally made a post, but who's to say she even wrote the shit? Right. You know? So I just think that I think the, that the world's expectations are super, super high. And I guess they feel like because they support that celebrity that the celebrity owes them something. What do they, they owe them, and, though? And they don't. And they don't owe you anything. They don't owe you a <laughs> thing, not a thing. You know, I, I see, like, celebrities and I see people, they just make all kinds of rude-ass comments under their po- I'm like, first of all, you got too much time. And who raised you? Exactly. <laughs> Like, what What do you gain from trolling people on social media? What do you gain? Like, what, what? like they find uh, because, something. Uh, because they, they, they at you in the message they sent back to you. Because after they say what they're going to say to you, nine times out of ten, they're going to block you. Exactly. So <laughs> what good is that doing you? Then you'll go back and say, oh, <laughs> such and such blocked me. You're gonna, it's going to make you feel almighty. You're going to beat on your chest. Like, I, it doesn't I make just, sense. I don't understand <laughs> it, you know. You know, but um, I think the uh, another curse is um, cyberbullying. So as an educator, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Kids come to school upset. Somebody said something about them on social media. A lot of fights come to school because of things that went on on social media the night before. And I just think it's a curse. Yeah. So, I mean, they have put things into the code of conduct to where if you put something on social media and they are able to retrieve it, you will get in trouble. So yeah, you definitely get in trouble for it. So, so you, you still know, have to be mindful of what you say. Yeah, I mean they say anything. Like they even have spam pages. You know what those are? Yeah, y'all know they got a whole lot of fake pages out there. They have spam pages that they create mm-hmm. where they just post and say whatever the hell they want to say. <laughs> and then they have a regular pay. I was like, I just don't understand. I don't get it. But, you know, these kids are different. So I think cyberbullying and and peer pressure is a curse, definitely. It's definitely a curse. Um, distraction and procrastination. You suffer from that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. 
You suffer from I procrastination. I, I do what I, I, I want to do. You do what when you want to do. do it. Yeah. What about your um, health and wellness, your sleeping habits and things like that? I always had bad sleeping habits. You always had bad sleeping habits? Yeah. Like, my sleep has always been bad. Okay, well. I'm a night owl. One, two, three o'clock in the morning before I decide, hey, it's time to shut it down. It's something wrong with you. And then I have to be back up at six o'clock. This is really, really something (laughs) wrong. But you know what? Um, I also think it's a curse. It's more curses than gifts, but I mean, it is what it is. I also think it's a curse for like news outlets and things like that because news travels way faster on social media media. than it does watching TV. Absolutely. So. Because it's quick. It's quick. It's it's easy. It's quick. It's quick. Or I can go to it right here. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, I found it. You know what? I actually like following social media pages for like the news stations and and the newspapers because they are real petty sometimes. You ever see some of the posts that they make? Oh, yeah. They they get real petty. Yeah. With the comments. Now. They be hilarious, too. Social media has also been a, a gift, especially for businesses like Popeye's Chicken and Chick-fil-A. When they had the chicken sandwich war. Yeah. They made a lot of money. But a lot of that was on Twitter, and I don't follow Twitter. So if I would see it, it's because somebody reposted it on Facebook or Instagram. But I don't even know how that whole thing came about. Because you remember we were coming back from vacation, and we stopped at Popeye's, and we had a chicken. But it wasn't. We had a chicken sandwich, and it wasn't even the chicken sandwich war then and it was just like two weeks later boom boom popeye's <laughs> chicken sandwich is better than chick-fil-a right and it was all over the, social media let the competition began right <laughs> and they just used y'all yeah and they ran with and it and they ran with it <laughs> that was the best marketing ever the best the best the best marketing ever and they ran with it made Millions of dollars off of it. Millions. <laughs> well, that concludes our episode for today on social media. Is it a gift or a curse? We covered a lot of information. We may have missed some things, but it's okay. Um, I do want to say again, rest in peace to all of the victims um, in the helicopter accident on last sunday and blessings to those families and the bryant family i want to thank my husband for stopping by and chatting with us today thanks for having me and we will probably hear from him in future episodes more so than often be ready (laughs) but before we get out of here make sure you follow me on my social media pages at speakeasy shay j i'm on instagram twitter and facebook and if you have a question or a comment feel free to email me at speakeasy shay j at gmail.com and don't forget to like subscribe follow the speakeasy with shay jones podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Be good, be easy, and be great, Speak Easy Family.